Hello, listeners. It is midnight in the mountains once again, and I, Julian Glass, am here to relieve your nocturnal souls. If you have been up and about for any amount of time today, you may have noticed the disappearance of all the houseplants within town limits. I don't know about you, but I thought that someone had somehow broken into my house just to steal all my plants. But then Alejandra, my necromancer scientist friend, texted me to tell me that she had been transporting plants from her sister's house in a nearby town to Alejandra's home here in Mercy Mountain when she crossed into the town limits, and the plants just blinked out of existence. Something about being within Mercy Mountain may be causing houseplants to vanish. Suspecting that the self-proclaimed wizard's nerp had something to do with this phenomenon, the local coven that lives in the tunnels underneath town that can be accessed through most refrigerators paid a visit to the man. Znerp asserts his innocence. He claims that over the last few days, he has only used magic to break paywalls hiding published academic papers whose subjects include racism among citrus fruits. Meanwhile, Mayor Stephanie Vaughn has released a statement on the mass disappearance of houseplants. I have launched an investigation into this matter and intend to find our missing houseplants as soon as possible. Anyone with any tips can call my office and should expect to have to listen to the ringtone. My type by Saint Motel on Endless Loop, for at least 26 hours before being answered. I am hiding nothing about this situation. Spiderwebs are actually pizza. While we wait for updates, let's hear a fun fact. Scientists have determined which came first, the chicken or the egg. It was kind of obvious, really, when you think about it. The egg is how the chicken forms. There can be no chicken without an egg. The egg is where the genes are transcribed and translated, where the script for the life of the chicken begins. But the chicken is where the genes come from. There can be no egg without the chicken. The chicken determines which genes are passed on to the egg. So, which came first? Neither. Chickens don't exist. Neither do eggs. Listeners, we here at the station have made a discovery. When performing a seance to see why all the meats have been disappearing from the meals we bring to the station, we summoned the being responsible. 
It wasn't a pretentious vegan like I expected, but a cat, a ghost cat. She is a dilute calico with huge chartreuse eyes and a warm demeanor. I love her already, as does everyone else at the station. One of the interns has a cat allergy, but since this cat is a ghost, her allergies haven't acted up. We have decided to name the cat Sonrisa for the kind expression on her lovely face. The lawyers at Newton and Stone Law Firm have taken to neighing hungrily at each other, desperate for the plants they keep around the office for the sole purpose of snacking on to reappear. Chloe Holloway, owner of the thrift store Felonious Fashions, has not seemed to notice the problem the town is facing due to the fact that she painfully lacks a green thumb and therefore owns no real houseplants. Instead of worrying like the rest of Mercy Mountain, Chloe dances in her backyard around a papier-mâché volcano, bubbling with baking soda and vinegar, juggling stress balls shaped like tropical fish as she goes. Marilee Williams is hunched in the fetal position on her kitchen floor, sobbing about how the rosemary and mint she was planning to use to season her midnight dinner vanished. Meanwhile, on a totally unrelated note, town council has convened an emergency meeting. They seem to be gathering recently vacated flower pots in the middle of a room begging them for forgiveness and promising to rectify the situation. Let's hear some of Julian's midnight advice. Hello, Julian. My partner and I are in the midst of a passionate debate that we can't seem to settle. She believes that ranch dressing can be a soup. I believe that fractions are evil and decimals are the only way to go. Which of us do you think is correct? Signed, Debater on Rich Road. Hello, Debater. Hmm. This is a tough one. I think both sides have their merits. Have either of you considered? That the night sky is endless, endlessly awe-inspiring, and we are not even big enough to be like grains of sand to the being that is outer space? Hey, Julian. I am a ghostwriter and am currently working on an autobiography for a prominent member of society. The problem is, the more I dig into this person's life, the more conflicted I feel about ghostwriting for them, because they are a terrible person, but I am supposed to paint them in a respectable light. I want to quit, but I also need this job. Please help me figure out what to do. Signed, Writer in Doubt. Hey, Writer. This is a real dilemma you're in. 
I would say, do what you can to find income in other ways, and follow your morals. But your survival and well-being are important, so do what is best for that. Besides, the actions of this prominent member of society will speak for themselves, and readers of this book will certainly analyze most critically after all. Town Council has released a statement regarding the disappearance of houseplants within Mercy Mountain town limits. Earlier today, we wrote a bill that gave water bottles sentience. In this bill, we accidentally included a clause banning the existence of houseplants. Mayor Stephanie Vaughn signed this bill into law before we realized our mistake. This led to every houseplant within town limits to cease to exist. We have since remedied the situation by adding an amendment to the new law, so you should probably have houseplants again. Our bad. Super sorry, everyone, and extra super sorry to all the plants. We have been informed by botanists that sudden plant disappearance and reappearance may result in lasting negative effects, such as intermittent desire to wear sweater vests, cravings for scurvy, and enjoying having chapped lips. So yeah, sorry about that. Peace out. Well, that was certainly an interesting turn of events. But I am glad that, for better or for worse, I at least have my moss balls back in their little tiny aquarium on my desk. I will always have that special fondness for my moss balls, even if they will occasionally want to don sweater vests and a skew chapstick. Anyway, stay tuned next for a man summoning lizards with a saxophone. And as always, have a wonderful rest of your night, Mercy Mountain. This episode was written and performed by Mallory Spencer. Music was written by Erica Pierness. Music was performed by Moss Grady. The logo was designed by the Podcast Design Company. For more, visit MallorySpencer.com or at MallorySpencerWrites on Instagram.